Hello, oddballs, and welcome to Audrey's World. It's your host, Audrey Oyer. Audrey's World is a wellness podcast where I share things like nutritional tips, um, what the heck my morning routine is, and habit stacking, and just so much more wellness-based. But I also really like to have a nice focus in women's health because I have struggled in women's health and I feel like there's a gap in knowledge sometimes. So I just want to share with you what has worked for me and just help to fill in the blanks here and there. However, life is so much more than wellness. So I also like to share some things that I'm currently working through or things that have helped me to get through some struggles. So for example, sharing why I'm trying to be more present in my day to day. And honestly, my newest favorite mantra in it's not that deep. So Join me in the roller coaster of life and the chaos that can be this podcast because we explore everything and I just want to share my life with you and share what's keeping me going because that's what we're here for, right? To connect, to share, to learn and grow. And that's just what I want to do. So welcome. If you have been following Audrey's World for the last few weeks, Then you'll know I recently went off of hormonal birth control and I've been sharing my experience because I had two episodes a few weeks back that went through some practices on the transition of getting off of birth control, what to expect and how to maybe prepare for it. But then I very unintentionally went off of birth control and now I'm sharing my experience with it to you all because, again, I'm sharing my life, sharing my struggles, what I'm going through because knowledge is power. So I am experiencing my luteal phase without birth control for the first time in like a year and a half. And let me tell you, the cramps are cramping and the acne is here, but my doll is my best friend in really helping me through it. If you are unaware what the luteal phase is, well, it's essentially the phase in which your body is just about to prepare for your period. And it's the time where you'll see a lot of like PMS, you might get some initial cramping or like your body's just really going into gear. And if you really want a lot of details on this, check out my sex hormones episode. You'll hear so much about it. You'll get the deets and you'll really learn what hormones are interacting and what the hell is happening and why PMS kind of makes sense because I'll give you a little sliver of it here. Your body is going through it. It's trying to ramp up hormones. Now it's trying to ramp down from hormones and it's, it's going through a lot, so just be gentle with it. It makes sense while you're having PMS and why you're crampy and why things just, why you're going through it. So I'm going through it. <laughs> and um, for me, I, the reason I initially went on birth control was to really help reduce my period pain. And um, I am definitely starting to remember what that period pain was like. So Again, it's not been fun. My doll is my bestie, girl. We love you. But um, 
I'm trying to remain a little positive and just trying to remain, I don't know, calm, just not letting it take over my whole life because I feel like I've done that in the past and I'm really not trying to do that. So um, I guess that's all I'm going to share because I think you can understand how shitty period cramps can be and all of that. But I guess it was what I was expecting. In my part one and part two of going off of birth control, specifically part two, a lot of women and those who have gone off of birth control really shared that their first period was gnarly. It was rough. And so I was kind of anticipating this going into it. But really after this, at least based on that prior research, I think things should be okay. So... If you really want to learn more about um, coming off of birth control, really recommend going to those three episodes, part one, part two, and part three, potentially, if you want to hear about um, my journey in all of the craziness. Again, guys, this podcast, we should just call it the roller coaster because we are going everywhere. The twists and turns are here. However, I would truly love, 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 love to know if any of the oddballs out there or any listeners have gone through this coming off of birth control experience and what it's been like for you. I know I have one other friend who went off of birth control around the same time as me, so we've been like sharing updates and stuff, but I have to know, are there any other listeners going through this or have you gone through it in the past and maybe what was that like journey like for you? Did my notes kind of relate and my research relate to your experience? Um, Please tell me. Please, please, please tell me. So you can contact me on Instagram, TikTok, or email me. Check out Audrey's World on socials. And you can email me at audreysworld at gmail.com. And I would truly love to hear it all. I mean, feel free to drop your deepest, darkest secrets there. I'd love to hear that too. You know, why not? We're such a community learning, growing together. Just, you know, drop it, (laughs) drop it in. Why not? I will answer. If you have been a listener for a while, you'll know I'm jumping into probably your favorite part of the episode. And no, it is not what I'm talking about today, which is my workout routine. It is the fave thing that I discuss each week. So if you're a newer listener, you'll want to hear all about this. Each week at the top of my episodes, I really like to share something that I am currently loving, and it can be health and wellness adjacent. That's typically what it is, but um, it's just something that I feel is so beneficial to me and that I'm just like loving the shit out of, and I want to share with all of you, and it's not necessarily something I feel I could do a whole episode on, so I just give it a little spotlight at the top. Truly, so many people have reached out to me to say that this is their favorite part of the episodes and that they've gotten or like really looked into a lot of the shit that I talk about. So that's why I think it's your favorite part. (laughs) So Oddballs, what is this week's faith thing? Well, it's kind of going off of last week's faith thing and it is my silk pajama set. Now that sounds really fucking bougie or really crazy (laughs) and 
Um, I don't think it's as bougie as it sounds, but silk is actually really great to sleep in because similarly to the silk pillowcase, it locks in moisture and I love to shower before bed. So then I put on all my lotions and potions. And so I like to think that then because I'm not wearing what I would typically wear before, which was just like sweatpants and a baggy t-shirt, that now this silk PJ set kind of locks in that moisture and it doesn't kind of spread everywhere and it's really doing its job then. However, this next benefit that I'm about to share is not scientifically proven and is kind of a theory that I've made up, but it sounds so real, guys, and it's like it seems so legit that like I'm I'm running with it, I'm going with it so much so that I'm sharing an audience of listeners. So my theory on why my silk pajama set also helps me to kind of get a better night's sleep is because my mind can associate sleep like with these pajamas or when I'm putting on these pajamas each night. So then my mind and body then kind of know like, okay, we're getting into that time of day. So it's like recognizing it's time to wind down and it's time like to really start getting into that bedtime mode. Now, I know that sounds like a little crazy, but the reason why it makes sense to me too is because now, of course, it's a little bit like a part of my routine. So maybe that's also it. Like, you know, I'm doing all these other things consistently before bed. So I have my routine. So my body and mind are already kind of like triggering and getting into that sleep mode. But the reason why I think that just having a pajama set rather than having like sweatpants or something like I used to do or a baggy t-shirt baggy sweatshirt I think is because I like then wear baggy sweatshirts or whatever like sometimes when I work from home because I work from home and I just have camera off that day or just if I'm like running errands or you know like doing chores around the house so putting on and like or having a separate like pajama outfit I think really then helps my body and mind to just really understand like oh no 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 stop like it's really time for time for bed it's time for that part of our day whereas when I was putting on like sweatpants or sweatshirt it, it could have been getting a little bit more confused or rather than when I would put on sweatpants a baggy t-shirt or whatever when I was just doing chores then I was like I won't say I was a little sleepy because I don't have facts for that but I feel like maybe I was a little bit more lazy or wanting to just maybe lay on the couch a little bit more or something because my body and mind were used to having these clothes on when I'm going to bed again not totally scientifically backed, but there is this thing called enclosed recognition, which I'm not going to spend a ton of time on because I do want it to be a a future podcast episode. But if you do initial research into it, you might also understand why I have that theory. Clearly, I have been loving my pajama set and I just think it's so cute. It's so fun. And I do really just feel like I've been getting consistently a good night's sleep. There are so many other factors to that, but I don't know. I just, I love it. I like feeling cute now before I go to bed. I used to always look like a bag of shit and now I look like a little cute and whatever. And I'm just kind of loving the switch up in the moment too. So would recommend, truly am loving it. 
if you are at all interested in seeing this set or considering it for your own, it is linked in my Amazon storefront. So the link is in the episode notes to get to my storefront. Um, So check it out and maybe get it for yourself. And you and me can be even more alike and have the same PJ set. How cute, right? Let's get into this week's topic, which is Audrey's workout routine. This was actually something that was recommended a few weeks ago, two weeks ago to be specific. I had an Instagram story up where I asked for any topics any of the listeners maybe wanted to hear, and my workout routine was one of them, and a few people actually really wanted to hear this. So, of course, I am sharing everything. I want to talk about things that you guys want to hear, so feel free to always contact me and let me know if there's something that you're dying to learn about. So, your wish is my command. What is the workout routine? I hate to break it to you, but to be honest, the workout routine, it's a mental game, baby. I can imagine some of you are rolling your eyes because that is something I too would have done before I kind of changed the way I started working out, thinking about working out, moving my body, kind of everything. So I agree with the inserted eye roll. But for me, this is truly what has made the most difference. Not only has the change in like my mental health or just my mindset and perspective of working out made me want to work out more, but I think it's some of the reason that I'm starting to see some of the results I'm seeing from working out. And for me, it's not even any more like super results focused, like For example, five years ago when I worked out, I was working out because I wanted to be the skinniest girl I could be. I wanted to look a certain way, and that's literally the only reason I was working out. And I was doing such intense workouts and whatever, not treating myself um, fairly or really like respecting myself. So anyway, that is why for me, first and foremost, changing my mental health around how I work out has been so important and a a big key to the piece of the puzzle, I'll say. And throughout doing this, I truly have learned that If you can change your thoughts, you can change your habits. And if you can change your habits, you can change your whole fucking life. So I truly stand behind that. Another reason and pretty much the biggest reason why I'm starting out by saying it's a mental game too is because first of all, until two years ago, maybe closer to three at this point, I had no idea you could really change your thoughts. Like... That truly blew my mind. I knew I could, you know, think with a more positive perspective or go into things with maybe a quote better mindset, but I didn't know that I had the power to control my thoughts. And once for me, once I learned that, that was the biggest game changer. If I was in a fucking shitty mood or I couldn't get out of a negative cycle, a negative thought pattern, I knew right away that I could change my thoughts. I didn't have to be in that mindset that's stopping me from accomplishing, doing, achieving anything that I wanted to. And I learned this 
all through TikTok. Now, are we surprised? No. And I joke sometimes that like TikTok saved my life or maybe not saved my life, but like I learned so much, so much through TikTok, but there was this sound. I don't even know if it was like a trending sound or just something that came up on my feed, but it was like, wait, I don't have to think this. Um, and then all of a sudden, I feel like there's a better transition to it than this. But then it started playing that old like Reese's Puff commercial song where it goes Reese's Puff, Reese's Puff. And there's more, but I'll <laughs> hold back from it. Um, check it out if you really want to hear more. But and it was like, I can think whatever I want. And then played that song in the back of it and or like then started playing that sound. And that was when I truly realized I could control my thoughts. And now, still to this day, if there is something that I've tried to get out of my head and for some reason I can't, I'm still going back in that negative cycle, I literally sing, Reese's Puff, Reese's Puff. And it makes me laugh because it's so stupid, so absurd, and it gets me out of that like funk. So <laughs> I really can't believe I just kind of shared that um, because it does seem so ridiculous, but that is quite literally the thing that got me to understand I can change my thoughts and I am forever indebted to that creator. I wish I knew who it was because that sincerely was a life changer for me. Now that I know I can change my thoughts and get out of things and I don't have to be living in this like, I don't know, critical environment of myself or even for anything outside of working out. Like I can start a podcast. I can do X, Y, Z, changing your thoughts around things and not just saying why you can't and proving yourself why you can do something can then change your habits around making that thing possible. And then that's how it can change your life. So truly for me, it all started as just a change in my mentality and I I had to share that part of it because working out is, to me now, truly more mental than anything. Another kind of big piece of the puzzle, I think, was me learning about cycle syncing. So if you don't know what that is or have heard about it and want to know more, I do have an episode on it, so check it out. It's one of the first ones I did. But cycle syncing is working with your body and working with your female hormones and like your reproductive cycle and based on what phase you're in in your reproductive or menstrual cycle you target certain workouts or like higher intensity levels and nutrition kind of based on that to work with your hormones rather than working against your hormones overall for this conversation the biggest thing you need to know about cycle syncing is that when you are in your luteal phase and especially when you are in your menstrual phase, you have lower levels of like workout intensity. So for example, really supposed to just be super low intensity workouts, like just walking or things like that, um, because your body's going through so much. So adding in a high intensity workout during that time is like throwing chaos. It's like throwing gasoline into a fire almost like it just adds so much and it makes it a lot harder for your body to do like its standard job and function because it it just can't like that's extra shit piling onto the things that it's already doing and trying trying to do and for me this then helped me to really understand not only 
truly that my body needed breaks. Like I had heard that over and over again. I would give myself a one day break and thought that was enough. No, it's not. And for me, this just allowed me to give myself some grace or like it proved that I needed to have some periods or some weeks even where I'm more like, quote, hibernating or like not really doing that much. I'm not always pushing myself to a certain limit or, you know, trying to go all out every single day. So understanding this better learning when in particular those times should be or when I should target to do those really helped me to also have more like respect and grace and honestly, overall, just be nicer to myself and give myself the time and breaks that my body was yearning for. Now that we understand we truly need more than a one-day break and that I can be nicer to myself, I can control how I perceive myself, and I don't always have to go all out every single day, every single workout... Now we can start to get into what I do every day or what I do consistently to move my body. First of all, because of this change in perspective, I started to change, yes, just how I worked out. So I'm not now doing things that are so high intensity all the time and That change for me has allowed me to really figure out what workouts I actually like to do and not workouts that I kind of convinced myself I like doing. Well, maybe that's not totally fair. I think I did always like to certain degrees those high, I love high intensity shit. Like there's just this like little fire in me that I, I got to meet that somehow (laughs) a lot. So I'm not going to say I didn't like those high intensity things or that I still don't enjoy them to some degree. But what I started to do was value even more the things that I truly love to do and that I could do every single day. So surprise, surprise, if you are a frequent listener, you probably know the next sentence that will come out of my mouth. You know, I am a slut, a dirty, dirty slut for a morning walk. This is like a non-negotiable for me. I literally do this every single morning, sun, rain, snow, whatever, I will always find a way to get in a morning walk. It can be 10 minutes, it can be 30 minutes, it can be an hour. As long as I'm just getting a little bit of movement, when I wake up, getting outside for a bit, that is what I find to be the most enjoyable. I am a morning person, so for me, this feels great, it feels very energizing, and I just really love to do it, and it gets me moving right away. So I absolutely love walking. This is something that I found, of course, I think during the pandemic, as we all found walking again in some ways or another. I love walking because it's light, low intensity sort of thing, but I can do it for really long. I can do it for a really short period of time, but I still feel good after and I'm not drained and it just, it allows me for that movement. I don't know. It's so so good. I truly am obsessed with walking. So because of that, I do find myself getting 10,000 steps almost every single day or more. But I think a lot of that also has to do with, I live in Chicago. I'm walking a lot of places and 
walking's maybe a little bit easier for me to do now that I live here rather than um, maybe somewhere else. But for me, this is something you will find me walking a lot and I will be getting at least 10,000 steps probably per day. So big part of the workout regimen. Over the last few months, the other biggest part to my workout regimen has been hot yoga. Yoga specifically, but hot yoga has been, oh my gosh, my, I feel like my life, but not actually. It's been a huge part of my workout routine for the last few months, and I've been doing it super consistently, like at least two times a week. Um, I just love being in that hot room. Something about being in that heat plus moving my body with like breath to movement, doing those stretches has just been really great and I have started to notice a lot of strength that I'm getting built up and it's been just like really fun to see and experience and it's not only of course if you've been to a yoga class it's not only about the body movements here but that is a mental game every single class no two classes are the same no matter how much you try to go into with a clear mindset or you know how whatever, how calm you may be or whatever. If you did yoga the day before or an hour before each class just is so different because your balance can be different. The stiffness or looseness of your muscles will be different. So, um, I don't know. I love that. It's kind of can be the same, can be consistent in some ways with maybe the flows that you're doing, but each class has a totally different element to it. And that heat, oh, especially right now, it's getting to me. So I've been really loving those classes. And I go to Yoga 6. And at Yoga 6, um, they I really try to get in. They have a restored class. So this is just a really slow flow. You're doing deep, deep, deep stretches. And oh my gosh, even though it's so chill, you're like not breaking a sweat. I come out of those classes so revived and so rejuvenated. And I think doing these classes more consistently, oh my gosh, that's been the game changer. It's like that additional rest or additional stretching that my body needs, truly needs, even when I'm not doing super high intensity workouts or it's not, you know, one of those weeks where I'm doing more than normal. Those classes, I they're just the best. I can't say enough great things about it. And truly, I think we all need to Make sure that we're doing those types of just slow, again, like really thought out, good body movement as often as you can. In addition to that restore yoga class, um, I'm really doing a lot. There's like yoga sculpt as well. I try to do that once or twice a month where it is yoga class, but with some light weights. This is, oh my gosh, guys, it's killer. I'm always sore for like a day, mostly two days after, and it's good. It's also in, um, I don't think it's in the heat, but you, gosh, you sweat so much. It's so hot in that room. And it starts out doing, you know, just like a little bit of a flow, moving your body, getting your body kind of, I'll say, woken up for the um, the workout routine. And then it's just a lot of weightlifting. And then after you finish a set of lifting or like weights, I'll say, that's probably more accurate, then there's a cardio burst for like three minutes. And then it's back into the, um, to the weights and then another cardio burst. And you do that I think it's like two or three times and then you do some core and then you finish it up. So it is like an hour long class. It's, it's 
honestly, it's just what I need like twice a month. And then when I'm not going in between the yoga sculpt or restore classes, there's just um, classes at yoga six, um, like hot yoga and then power yoga too, that I'm kind of switching in between. So between that, I'm definitely getting, yeah, usually at least two classes a week at yoga six or doing some sort of form of yoga. And then if I'm not doing yoga or not doing walks, you'll find me hitting up some Pilates or doing light weights. A few years ago, like 2019, 2018, 2019, I was doing Pilates because fun fact, I used to live above a Pilates studio. So that was really fun. I only went there honestly like three times because it was pretty expensive and then I was making like no money. So I really could not afford to do it a lot, but um, it was. I really enjoyed it and that was just it was still pretty, well, it's not new, but that was like some of the first I had ever heard of it. So now throughout the years, I've started to get a little bit more and more into Pilates, but during the pandemic, of course, um, things were not happening. So I then really started to do Pilates on like YouTube and through Peloton. And now I just really only do Pilates. I try to do it as much as possible, but honestly, but yoga is taking more of a priority for me in this moment at this time. So I would say I may be doing a Pilates, like a Peloton Pilates class, like two, three times a month max. I used to do it like two times a week, but now since I'm doing yoga two times a week, it, that just kind of fell to the wayside. So I'm really maybe doing a Pilates class like three times a month, but oh my gosh, I love that. I feel so like long and strong after those like truly if I do Pilates a few days in a row I could I could feel like my muscles like lengthen almost or like I don't know I just felt taller straighter something so (laughs) I love doing Pilates I find a lot of good benefits in it definitely good like strength builder core oh my gosh of course it's amazing And you don't have to do what I really like about Pilates is you can just do like a 15, 20 minute class, but as long as you're doing it consistently, you can still see a lot of positive results. Whereas some other workouts, I feel like you have to do like a longer length of it and consistently for you to start seeing results. And I don't feel that way about Pilates. So that's a a great workout if you have not done it. And then, of course, like I said, last but not least, I'm doing some light weights. So um, really, I would say typically I'm doing weights mm, two times a week when I'm on, when I'm not in like my luteal or menstrual cycle. I'll do it maybe a little bit during my luteal um, phase, but not at all during my menstrual cycle. I all, During my menstrual cycle, you'll literally only finding me doing walks in like yoga classes during that time. I used to try to do Pilates, but especially now, since I'm going into my period without being on birth control and things are going to be a crampy, wild mess, um, I will not be doing Pilates during that time, but sometimes I'll sneak in like a, like a 15, 20 minute Pilates class too during my menstrual phase, but not right now because we have grace and understanding and respect to understand that. That shit is just not happening, and there's no point for you to try to push it. But weights, I don't know. I'm doing like 10-pound weights or something like that and doing a mix between like lunges, squats, um, some arm stuff, some core stuff, and 
that's about it. I don't know. I don't really do weights is not something I put a ton of time or like a lot of focus on, but I do still try to do it quite a bit just throughout the week. All in all, I'll give you an example of what my week will look like if I'm not in my luteal or menstrual phase. So I'll wake up every morning and go for a walk. Then I'll go to probably the gym on like a Monday after work and I'll do a 20 to 30 minute, mostly a 30 minute walk at least on the treadmill. And then I'll go and do some light weights, maybe do some like stretching, maybe a little bit of my own like kind of yoga flow. And then that will be it. I'll maybe be in the gym for like, I don't know, 45 minutes, an hour max doing that. And then on like a Tuesday is most likely like Tuesday through Thursday is really when I'm doing some yoga classes. So I'll usually do it once or twice during that span, those, the span of those three days. And then if I'm not doing a yoga class, then I'll go back to the gym again, kind of follow something like a similar routine that I did on a Monday. So then on like a Friday, I'm really just doing my morning walk. I'll sometimes really try to like go out and do many walks throughout the day just to kind of then make sure I'm getting up to that 10K or getting super close to those um, 10,000 steps. Then on Friday, I'm sorry, Saturday, I'm probably going to a yoga class or um, just doing a quick walk at the gym. And that's kind of it that I do on Saturdays. Unless I really have like nothing to do, then I'll do a little workout routine there or something. Or maybe I'll do like a Pilates class then through the Peloton app um, on like a Saturday morning. But that's kind of it if I'm not going to um, a yoga class. And then kind of the vice versa on Sunday, I'll do one or the other. Then if I'm not doing um, the gym on a Sunday morning, then I'll go to yoga. Or if I did yoga on Saturday, then I'll do the gym on Sunday. So as you can see, it's truly nothing like super intense. Like, yes, my body feels like it did something. We had the movement, but it felt good and it's not like exhausting and it's not super high, high intensity. We're just doing what feels good, having grace with ourselves. Like, and sometimes too, if it's, I'm not supposed to be in my luteal phase or menstrual phase or something, and I'm just like over it either with like stress from work or I'm just drained for whatever reason, then I'll literally just like go for a walk or something, you know, like I, I'll find ways to move, but I'm not forcing myself to like have this all out intense workout or like if I don't get 10,000 steps that day, I am not that worried about it because I know it will come back around one way or another, like, and it's fine. So I'm like not stressed or not criticizing myself for not meeting that quote, like expectation for myself. Like that's bullshit. That's also like not always going to happen. So don't set up that expectation for yourself, you know, like have grace, understand things happen, things come up and that for the long run and like for longevity, take those breaks, like have some time for yourself, do what you can to then be like that whole form going into the next day or, you know, whenever, because truly our mind, body and soul work as one. And I want to do everything I can to make each of those whole. 
And that's the low intensity workout routine. It's, yeah, nothing super high intensity, but it works and I can do it consistently and I truly enjoy doing it almost every single day or enjoy doing this very, very consistently. So I hope overall, maybe this was refreshing to hear for you, but I hope your biggest takeaway is that first of all, you can change your thoughts. If you didn't know that you can change the way you treat yourself and think of yourself. And I hope that through this, maybe you are going to be more kinder to yourself and your biggest fan instead of hopefully not your biggest critic. Again, it's not easy. I don't think anyone will ever be perfect at it, but I really hope that that's something you take away with you today. If you want to connect more or see what I'm doing, follow me on Insta and TikTok at Audrey's World. And of course, feel free to email me at any time. If you want to check out my Amazon storefront to check out my fave things or just other things that I love or products that I truly stand by, check out that storefront. The link is in the show notes. And I just thank you so much for spending time with me today, for listening, and you are the best. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you next Tuesday. Love you.